You are listening to Don't Touch My Music, hosted by Kiana and Chardonnay, your go-to podcast for all things music. So what I wanted to ask you is, do you think artists make a lot of money? No. I mean, also, the thing is, like, I know this for a fact. Okay. <laughs> it's, not yeah. even, it's not even. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, I know it for a fact. But I want to, like, because they, like, it's not that they show it off. Okay, well, some of them do. Yeah. But, like, I think the industry painted in such a way that, oh, if you're assigned to a label and you're out here making music, you can become, like, super famous and super rich. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, like. It can happen, but it depends on, like, the route you take or the process. Like, it's just, it's very complicated. Yeah, and also, like, the other thing is, like, people act like it's easy to get signed. That too. It's not easy. Yeah. You're either, one, very lucky, two, really, really hustle to get there. Yeah. Or three, just like you can never give up your persistence. But yeah, no, it's so it's difficult. Not, it's not easy. And it's it's just like what I was talking about in one of our previous episodes where today, like you easily get signed with social media hype. Like as long as you mm-hmm. have like a bunch of followers, if you went viral um, or if you're just making music and everybody on social media, like it's just, you know, like sharing the song, making TikTok videos or whatever, like you'll get signed. But Back then, it wasn't much about the social media hype. At all. And I feel like back then, it wasn't so much about talent either. Like, okay, if you had talent, like, great. But I feel like it was, it's it's literally a business. And I think people forget that being in the music industry or being an artist, it's a business. You yeah. are the product. You yeah. as the artist is the product. And they're and just selling you. songs are just another product, are a byproduct of you yeah. as a product, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because you remember that time we had, um, I don't know if you remember, but we had artist management class Mm -hmm. um, with Michael. And Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, we make business plans for artists. And I was like, what? Yeah. He was like, yeah, okay. He's like, maybe in the US, they don't make business plans for the artists. But he's like, definitely like in Europe and like in the UK, like we make business plans for the artists. And I was like, And he used to work for um, EMI, EMI. which is one of the big three back in the day. Before, yeah. so he gave us a scoop. Up. He gave us the scoop. Yeah, I feel like know? he gave us tea. He wasn't allowed to give us a lot of the time. I was listen, just like, Michael. <laughs> listen, when he was talking about certain artists that he signed, yeah, and what they did, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I was like, sir, are we supposed to know this? Yeah, <laughs> we got to, we got distracted there. <laughs> yeah, we got to distracted. But no, it comes back to like, um, people forgetting that this is a business it's all about making money you know yeah um and you'll rarely find labels or streaming platforms you know having the artist's best interest mm-hmm. it's like no like we'll we'll listen to you we'll take what you're saying into consideration but like we have to make money <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so um yeah, yeah no yeah. I, I i i definitely don't think artists make as much money as they claim like specifically like directly from the music industry i mean there's other Mm -hmm. streams of revenue that they can do like real estate or like investing in he said real estate yeah Yeah. you know um but 
Yeah, no. So for me, I think one of the biggest issues, there are several, but one of the biggest ones I think is like how much the streaming platforms because like now predominantly everyone listens to music like on spotify apple mm-hmm. music um there's youtube music too right mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. um title title these are soundcloud right so yeah. it's the payouts from the streaming platforms because that's just that's predominant right now like nobody really buys cds because i mean when last you bought a cd personally <laughs> personally yeah. still within this year no, you buy a CD for real? Yeah, but I buy CDs. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I buy, I know, I buy I know. albums. Okay, yes. Okay, I know you buy those for artwork and like, um, yeah, yeah. Just like collectibles I like, and I like and the packaging. vinyls. Yes, but I mean, like, I think in general, I don't really think people buy CDs. Like, I feel no, like, they don't. They don't. They don't. It's like, not. They don't buy them that much anymore at all. Yeah, it is so, very much one of those things of people like to have the physical, yeah. and that's like me. Um. I just like to have the physical thing there. I want to touch it. I want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I want to open it. I want to close it. I want to put it on the shelf and never open it again. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's what I want to do. Um, so I think, yeah, it is very much just people that want to do that or want to just collect it or like vinyls, for example, because those are back. But people collect that shit because yeah, they like yeah, yeah. it. Um, yeah. But it is very specific to that niche group of people. Otherwise, everybody's just on the streams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was watching a TikTok video where this guy was calculating the revenue on mm-hmm. Rihanna's most streamed song on Spotify. And I did not know it was actually This Is What You Came For with Calvin I Harris. Never, I would have never guessed. Like, I know that song was popular, but... It was, but I didn't... I thought it would have been like, whoa. Yeah. The way that wasn't the words that just came out of my mouth just now was hilarious. But oh. I... <laughs> But I was saying, I thought it would have been like um, work because that shit was okay, yeah. so viral, viral, viral. And yeah. then Love on the Brain as well was so like, viral, oh, yeah. viral, viral. Diamonds was also like... Diamonds? Yeah, Diamonds was giving, you know. Um, like, you know what I mean? But yeah. anyway, didn't, didn't think it was this is what Didn't think for. it was that. But anyway, so um, her most streamed song on Spotify is This Is What You Came For. And he actually calculated the revenue, um, you know, based on the amount of streams that the song got. And I think it was, no, I'm bad with numbers. So I'm not going to guess because mm. I don't want to give false information. But basically, she needed to rack up a shit amount of streams to make yeah, a yeah. shit amount of money. And yeah. I was like, Wow. Yeah. So if you get like a million streams, people think like when you get like a million views, a million streams, you get like a million dollars. No. No. <laughs> like, no. no. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if this is still the, um, the amount, but last I checked, last I checked one stream equates to 0.0004 dollars. Right. Yeah. So like literally... <laughs> like less than a cent um so like what 250 250 streams to make one dollar yeah hmm? <laughs> yeah I feel like, i'm like what it's crazy what? especially and because like these these platforms make billions annually you'd think that they're yes. paying people better than this mm-hmm. and i read that the way that they calculate people's um royalties is that the shit all gets pulled together so all the money gets pulled together and then they just divide it 
like that it reminds me of a um collecting society here in the netherlands that's so strange to me that they just like pool all the money together and then they're like okay so this person this artist made up this percent of the streams this month or this year however the fuck they do the payouts however often accurate? they do the payouts right they're like this person had like five percent of all the streams on the platform so they get five percent of this money from the pool you know what I mean? That's what it's yeah, like. It's and like, I'm like, is that not a bit crazy though? It's giving, not, <laughs> it's giving crazy, not accurate. I don't know what's going on. Just share yeah. money. That's what it's yeah. giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, because then, cause like, then I was reading that people are uncomfortable with that because they're like, what if I wasn't the one listening to that artist that got 5% of the streams on the whole platform and now here my money goes to that person mm -hmm. when I wanted to go to the people that I'm actually listening to. Me too. So it's yeah. one of those things where people are a bit uncomfortable with that model, but apparently that's what most of these streaming platforms do, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. according to what I read. But yeah, yeah. Appar apparently that's what it's like. And I'm like, mm, surely that just means that a lot of people are missing a lot of the money that they yeah. I mean, she says a lot of the money, but like, it's not much, but still, it's not much. It's something. But I think everyone is like so hyped about putting their music on a streaming platform to get money without understanding the proper ins and out. Mm -hmm. And especially like the rate. Yeah. I think people forget that. I think people just think like, oh, one listener is like $1. No. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yeah. It and doesn't like, work like that. And also, um, people forget that the rates change per oh, yeah. region. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, what, for example, musicians that are based in the U.S. and are signed to, like, U.S. collecting societies or whatever make compared to, for example, a musician that's in South Africa that's signed to a South African collecting society and record label, whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. whoever the fuck it may be, they're, like... The revenue from from Spotify, for example, differs like a lot. So it's just, yeah, I think people forget about that. Like streaming platforms are a great way to get discovered and they're You're a great definitely. way to build a following because um, that's all of your music available for anybody to listen to. Yeah. Uh, and that's so what, it's a that's, great way to market yourself even. Yeah. That's what I was going to get to. Like, I think everyone is caught up in the hype of putting your music on streaming platforms just to put it out there um, and just be famous and get all this money when, like I say, that's not the, the reality. But continue. Yeah. The money aspect of it is not the reality. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the out there part of it is definitely um, yeah. part of the reality. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's just a good way to yeah. get your name out there but it's not necessarily the best way to be right. making money mm -hmm. as a musician when you have other options such as concerts merchandising you know Lic those licensing. are licensing especially oh, but like that's yeah those are now things where yeah, you can be like, okay, fall back. This is my, <laughs> mm -hmm. this is my, this is where I'm going to be making the most bank. But again, it's not easy to get to any of these places. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to get to any of these situations where I think you have those options. But once you do. Two things. I think three things can be at the top. Live performances. Yeah. Um, merchandise and yeah. licensing. Yeah. Like those are the three things that, you know, like makes you a shit ton of money. You know, like mm -hmm. if you're consistently booked, 
if you are um, selling out merchandise at a decent price, um, and if you have like a bunch of commercials and um, you know sync deals with games or whatever, like yeah, let's movies, talk about TV games, shows. movies, TV shows. Like let's yeah. talk about that. Like they be paying money for those. Yeah, things. look, I I like what was it? FIFA. FIFA is one of the most sought yeah, after. Yeah sync deals because the way they be paying apparently mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah yeah i mean yeah <laughs> listen yeah. even in terms of like making money through these three things that we think are the top three for streams of income for musicians it's also relative because it depends on how big you are how known you are yeah there's always going to be somebody that's going to try to take advantage of you somewhere along the way yeah. and yeah. that goes in any which direction in the music business, whether mm-hmm. you are an independent label, publisher, musician, mm-hmm. listen, they really, they try. Yeah, this is, <laughs> they this they is... try very hard. So this is all very like relative on also finding the right people, finding the right brand deals, mm-hmm. finding the right collaboration, well, finding the right collaborations. Um, it yeah. might be trial and error. And it, I think... And I think just to, um, yeah, so just to reiterate, the different sources of income for artists are live performances, merchandise, licensing, um, brand partnerships, mm-hmm. um, streaming platforms, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Those are the main ones. Yeah, right? No, I think those are the main ones. I think, yeah, I think those are the main ones. I think everything well, else. Oh, there's also, there's just um, physical sales as well are technically still, yeah. Yeah. still a revenue stream. So, But I think the ones that I just mentioned, the five that I, is it five that I mentioned? Yeah, right? Yeah. I think the five that I just mentioned, like, is like the main, like you said, and weighs the heaviest kind of with streaming being, you know, below, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> below (laughs) yeah because you 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 make like a decent amount of money too with like brand partnerships yeah also your the amount of money that you make which is also something that we should um emphasize depends on whether or not you are an independent artist or a signed Mm -hmm. artist Mm -hmm. it's very dependent but of course that also depends on um on what your contract looks like as a signed artist because you could Mm -hmm. also just get a really shit contract and then you make no money at all Mm-hmm. Contracts are important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Read them, please. Like really, really. People don't read read them, and I ask myself, like, yeah, I don't know, like people who go into these contracts, like they don't have like a lawyer read it over, or they. I mean, like, lawyers also cost money, even if it's just to read over well, a contract. Yeah, so that's all. It's one of those things, like. Yeah. No, but no, if for real, though, like, like it's difficult, and it's sad because I remember, like. I don't know if record labels still give out like 360 deals mm-hmm. because I mean, like majority they do with like even more 360ness to them actually. But, but I'm like, okay, the people are like, we are more aware of 360 deals. Like, yeah, you can negotiate how far the 360 deal goes. Right. Because why but are you oftentimes taking times people don't No, because that advance people. money looks juicy. No, Nico, because the, but the advance, not me jumping up because I'm getting hyped now. <laughs> like the advance money, you also have to pay back, boo. I know. What I is know, you talking like... about that you're not negotiating because the advance money looks nice? Hello, you need to pay back the advance money too. Like how cruel is it to pay back the advance money plus give them a percentage of every... Literally everything. Thing. 
like your yeah. shows, your merchandise, um, your brand partnerships, everything they're getting a piece of. And then you also have to pay back the advance. You have to pay back the advance in full too. Like mm-hmm. it's not half, like full. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to make money as a musician. Yeah. Which is why so many musicians have... Leave the music industry, like Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> no, she I'm joking. Leave. She didn't I'm leave, joking. but like... She didn't leave. I know, but, she didn't leave. But, but she took like, a break from, you know... Yeah, or, I think, or look, what I was going to say is like, it's the reason why so many musicians um, have a side hustle. I was Next about to, to say, music. I was about to say, because like she took Rihanna. a break, right? Yeah. She took a break because what I was going to say too is that making money in the music industry, like you said, it's difficult and it's a lot of work because you have shows to do. You have like photo shoots, music videos, songs to record, appearances to do. Like you are doing all these things and it's a lot of hard work and it takes a toll on your body mentally and physically. And then yeah, you, and ask, the yourself, return like, can yeah, be you so ask yourself little. like, is it worth it? You know, and the return is like so little. So like you said, this is why some um, artists have like side hustles. Well, I wouldn't even say side hustles. Some of them have big ass businesses yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Riri is a billionaire today. And that came from her makeup and um, lingerie lingerie. Yeah. Um, and now I- you have Lizzo with Yiddy. Yeah. You have Halsey with their makeup brand. You have right. Selena Gomez with her makeup brand. Right. You have Pharrell has his skincare. Um Pharrell brand. has the skincare and his Adidas collaborations. Right. Side hustles. Side hustles. It's not easy to just to, yeah. to only make money from um from music. music. And mind you, like we're well aware that we just named a bunch of like big, well known musicians, but this is still the case even for a smaller mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. musicians a lot of them get brand deals um yeah mm-hmm. you've got to make a living somehow and that's also the mindset with um signing shit deals shit mm-hmm. contracts because you've got to make a living somehow and that and that and that um advance money mm-hmm. that can change somebody's life it can but it can also yeah. fuck your shit up big time hard as a musician put strong emphasis on performing and on mm. touring if mm-hmm. if if you can find the opportunities go for them because that's a really important form of income that's a really mm-hmm. important spot to get money from mm-hmm. um for you and because concerts and merchandise often come hand in hand i was just that's about also to say. where you're gonna sell a shit ton of merchandise because you yeah. always want concert t-shirts i'm people I have I have a shit ton of concert t-shirts because I like that shit. I like I like having the memory of like there's the date of the concert I went to and um it's the same for a lot of people. Also merchandising in general is also just another really good form of yeah. um, income because income. Mm-hmm. that you can you can do that fully online when you're not mm-hmm. touring. When you're not so touring, that can yeah. be like a passive way to make money. Mm-hmm. Um because for every shirt you sell, you can always make another one. I was just about to say, like, what you said, Kiki. Like, if you're an artist, independent or signed, but mainly independent, focus on um, shows. And like Kiki said, tie in that with some merchandise. Build, try to build a decent following and, like, go on tour and then, like, have some merch open, open to for sell. Some people. Yeah, open for some people. Have some little merchy merch, you know, yeah. on the side to, like, sell and shit. And then, um, I guess, once you grow and you have, like, a manager or someone to help you along with your career, like look into like brand partnerships to kind of like add some extra income. Yeah. And then definitely look into 
publishing. That's a whole other very lucrative yeah. stream of income for you as a musician who is a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. And I was um, just about to say, it's best if you are yeah. the singer and songwriter because like that's more um profit coming to you like i mean you could definitely have you know writers helping you but limit your writers people limit them because yeah because then that shit has to be divided between you and all your co-pub co-writers no, i was gonna say co-publishers <laughs> yeah co-co-writers so look yeah. when it comes to like synchronizing publishing deals licensing situations the less people involved the better <laughs> yeah yeah no for in real. general in general in the music industry the less people involved the better because seriously people will be sitting in your studio they'll offer you one word for that for that part in the yeah. song and then mm-hmm. there go their names in the credit and then Get they credit. have to earn royalties too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's like and i'm not saying don't collaborate i'm not saying don't yeah. do writing camps or whatever but do it with people that are genuinely there for the artistry and not there just to get their name put on a credit on. Mm-hmm. or just to get a piece of your money especially mm-hmm. if you are doing well for yourself like you mentioned about songwriting uh, camps and mm-hmm. you know those kind of things i think like when even like in songwriting sessions like if the person is just in the session right Bitch. their name <laughs> yeah. needs that's to be what it, that's what it's like now, yeah yeah like so if i randomly just go and sit in a songwriting session with an artist like i contributed to just by the being a song, present. Just by being present. So my but name I, will be like... I think that if you are a self-respecting person, you'll just be like, you don't need to put me in the credits for this. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do shit. I wouldn't ask that of somebody. I offered yeah. time, sure. But it was also worth my time because I got to experience something. I got to see something and I got to yeah. network. Yeah. So like, we said a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. We said a lot of stuff and shared our feelings on like the different revenue streams in the music industry. We maybe ranted a little bit here and there about like unrelated things, but at this point, you know, one thing led to another. We said what yeah. we said, and now yeah. here we are at at the end of the portion of the podcast where we actually don't talk shit anymore. <laughs> and now we're entering the one where we do talk shit. So yeah. we are now in our little small talk corner where we just you know talk <laughs> yeah we talk a little bit uh we ask each other what our two songs of the week are and then um we ask each other a question normally related to the music industry or music in general what's your first song of the week Chardonnay? my first song of the week is the same song i think that i had last week which is Miss the remix <laughs> Five Nine by Five Nicki nine Minaj weeks. and all the girls. Yeah. So I've been listening to it a bit more. I'm really getting into, um, I think one of the artists on the song name is Lisa Mercedes. I'm really getting into her part. Yeah. But I mean, my song is Five Nine. Spice is still my favorite on the song. Um, yeah. No, let's go with Five Nine again. That's my first one. What's your first song? Okay. My first song is Budget by Megan Thee Stallion featuring... Lotto. Okay. Um, I think it's it's one of my favorite tracks of her mm. Traumazine album. I don't know. I don't know why. She's very sassy, very attitude, and I I like it. <laughs> I just like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a dope track. So I've been listening to it more and more, more and more. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. It hits. It hits every time I listen to it. It hits. So my second song is Paro by Nedge. Nedge? Yeah, N E J. Oh, Nedge. Yeah. I've never I've never heard of her. 
Yeah, I think she's Arabic, if I'm not mistaken. But she mm. sings like Creole music, French music. Oh. Yeah, and the song is Paro, but Paro. Yeah. But I think they say Paro in French. Um, yeah, that song is, oh, that song is just. Vibes. Listen, vibes. <laughs> Guys, listen to that song. You'll know what I'm talking about. It was actually trending on TikTok. That's how I discovered it. My um, my second song is called Animal Farm by a artist called Bibi. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it gives 007 opening credits song vibes. You know, it's okay. like that, you know that feeling, man. <laughs> yeah. giving, it just it's just giving that it's giving that vibe. Um, it's such a good track. Uh, her vocals are insane so the music video is what a lot of people have been talking about since it came out because it's very intense it's like violent it's a violent music video but it's like movie quality bitch it's mm. like watching a whole movie um and also bb's a bad bitch in the music video it's very cool should i ask the question first or should you because you like to give me these scenarios bitch <laughs> Do you want the scenario now or after I answer your question is the question. <laughs> you could give me the question. Okay. If you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I told you it was a scenario, but anyway, so if you're an established musician, right? Mm-hmm. And you were thinking, you know, licensing, synchronization deals, whatever, mm-hmm. um, or thinking brand partnerships. Is there like a specific brand or movie franchise maybe or TV show or whatever that you would envision yourself collaborating with or synchronizing to? Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so um, I don't think I have any, in terms of licensing, I don't think I have any specific TV network or TV show or whatever. You know, to like okay, partner cool. with, but what I would Brand want, deal. yeah, no, wait, uh, for the licensing, what I would want to do is I'm like, no, wait, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I thought, I thought you were, I thought you were dismissing licensing. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not going to dismiss it. No, oh, for, okay. for, for the licensing, what I would do is like, if I have an, if I have an agent working with me, I would tell them like, link me to something that is very black cultured or caribbean like roots okay yeah, yeah. something like around yeah. that realm you know mm-hmm. um makes sense yeah because i i i just love um getting involved like with my culture and just like mm-hmm. having people know more about us and stuff like that um um for so for brand partnership i think i would want to do fenty i'm not sure like with skincare or with um Fenty Savage. Savage, like, because mm. they do men's stuff as well. Um, but I will definitely want to be a part of something that Rihanna has going on just because she's from the Caribbean as well, Barbados. Mm. And she's very, um, how do you say, involved still, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, with her culture. Like, she, she doesn't yeah, yeah. really separate herself much. Like, you can still see she's very much in it. She still has the accent. She visits Barbados regularly. Yeah, bitch. That's, that's, that's what I think. I think for, in terms of, like, other than Fenty... I would want to like partner, I don't know, with like Nike, Urban Outfitters. Yeah. Um, Like just a cool ass fashion thing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. to just be like, style me up. 
Yeah, yeah. For me, what would be more meaningful is like licensing, like to do something around black culture, Caribbean yeah, culture. Yeah. I think that would be more meaningful. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, for sure. Not so much cool. the bra- not so much the brand partnerships because I mean like that's like uh but I mean like with the licensing like I feel like it would it would be a bit more impactful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So my question for you is kind of related to the topic that we mm-hmm. had today. So it's more of a like a business question. Okay. Um yeah. So um my question to you is how do you think like uh, record labels because when someone is signed to a record label you know the record label usually has more of the control and owns the master recordings you know and the rights and everything so mm. i want to know how do you think record labels and um streaming services then in particular how they can work together to like fairly compensate artists like what do you think they can do or what do you think they can change within their business plan or with contracts or whatever like what do you think they can create together to like help artists earn a bit more money well i mean i think um that's a pretty wishful um wishful yeah thought to have because they kind of both want the same thing, right? They're mm-hmm. trying to make money on each mm-hmm. end. They don't mm-hmm. actually really care. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't actually really care what's going on with the artist. Um, and like you occasionally see these small changes in the streaming platforms independently from record labels where they're trying, like SoundCloud, for example, has that um, fan... I don't remember what it's called, but basically a fan, a fan royalty, something like that. Yeah, yeah, they have that going on, which helps. Like I would imagine a lot, um, mm-hmm. and it helps to know that you know these are your listeners are the ones that are really um, contributing to your uh, royalties and your revenue from mm-hmm. from these things. And I think also as a listener, you feel better because you know that your money is going to the right people and not being pulled together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way it normally is and given to whoever the fuck and then there's just a sum that nobody knows where to put it streaming streaming services disturb the fuck out of record labels mm-hmm. and how they worked because mm-hmm. they changed the formula <clears throat> suddenly shit was different okay and they couldn't sell music the same way that they used to because now we have 24 7 access to all the music we could possibly want to listen yep. to with the click of a button, like we right. don't even have to make a membership <clears throat> as long as you don't mind listening to ads every 30 minutes or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, you still have access to all the world's music in one spot. Um, and that, you know, that, that, that fuck shit up for record labels. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. did. Um, so like, I don't know if I can even start to imagine like a situation where they become more collaborative for the benefit of the artist, because I think mm-hmm. that they're both so, um, so single-minded on their own mm. businesses, which I understand mm-hmm. they are at the end of the day, music is a business and mm-hmm. a record label is a business that needs to stay afloat. And a streaming platform is a business that also needs to stay afloat. Putting those two things in consideration, I think it would have to be something really revolutionary to make them want to work together in that way. But I can't myself say what it was going to be. I'm not a very innovative person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a very innovative person. I, um, 
I can't like have, I can't think of like really grand ideas. I can understand a lot of things. So I can understand things from either side, but I can't think of something new. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, look, it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be a super crazy deal. And I think that the factor that will move things in that direction has to come from both artists and fans. So it has mm -hmm. to be a very conscious decision mm -hmm. and a very, um, a very deliberate collaboration between artists and fans to disturb the peace in such a way that both record labels and streaming platforms are like, Oh shit. You know, if we don't start treating artists better then there, this whole thing goes and then record labels have to change their whole formula again. Streaming platforms go broke and <laughs> they're out of the picture. Suddenly we have to start printing more CDs again, more vinyls again, or we have to start making our own streaming platforms as a record label. So there's a lot of things that would contribute to that happening. I don't know what would happen if it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like my answer to your question is literally, I have no idea, but getting there would be a mission. Yeah. So that's, that's the end of um that's the end of the episode it was probably a little bit confusing but it's okay me and chardonnay get carried away <laughs> me and chardonnay get carried away very easily we get yeah. we get distracted there's a lot of side conversations that we we try to have all the time um uh, but in any case i hope that it was um i hope that it was still enlightening or fun at the very least the very least very least yeah so if you're watching on youtube don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, turn yep. on post notifications. If you're listening on Spotify or Anchor or Apple Podcasts or some other way with the RSS feed link, whatever, um, don't forget to rate the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Don't forget to tune in again next week for the podcast. Um, and then also we have social media. So <laughs> follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. Both are don't touch my music pod. Um, and they're fun because we post bloopers. Yeah, y'all, that was the episode. Go do the follows and the likes and the things that I mentioned yes. just now. And mm -hmm. in the meantime, we'll sign off. Um, so and come back next week. Yeah. Next week, mm -hmm. 7 p.m. GMT, mm -hmm. Thursday. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>